I remember I was in traffic, bawling, crying, so frustrated. And I mean, like screamed out to God, like, God, give me another job. I cannot keep doing this. Hello, and welcome to the Evolving with Jessica podcast. My name is Jessica. I am an integrative nutrition health coach, a holistic skin healing guide, and certified life coach. In this podcast, we cover topics such as holistic health and wellness, nutrition, and spirituality. If you enjoy or gain any insight, please leave a review. This makes the show more searchable, which helps others find the information too. In this episode, I interview one of the sweetest people I've ever met, Tiffany Garcia. Tiffany refers to herself as a woman of God as she leans on her faith and relationship with God to guide her through all circumstances in life. She's a teacher in Houston, getting her master's in counseling. She is also a fitness coach and has an online health business. In this conversation, Tiffany shares about her journey from darkness and how she found her way out. I think her story is very relatable to a lot of young women today and will be a piece of inspiration for most. I just love her kind-hearted, pure energy and know that you will too. So enjoy this episode with Tiffany Garcia. You have a book club, weekly prayer calls, you're a fitness trainer, a middle school teacher, and an entrepreneur. Did I miss anything? <laughs> I feel like that's, that's a big package already of it. <laughs> Out of everything that I see you talking about, I feel like you're most passionate about being a Christian. Why is your faith so important to you and how did that start? That's a great question. So I think the reason why my faith is so important is because, you know, as humans, like we're humans, we can plan our steps all we want. Like I can plan to do this in my life. I can have the desire and actions to even do something. But the Bible also talks about at the end of the day, it's the Lord who establishes them. So if he wants it to happen, or if he doesn't want it to happen, his will is going to be done anyways. And so I think my teenage years and even like my early to mid 20s, I lived my life always just doing what I wanted to do. And it came to a point where I realized I was having so much um, traction, like I was having so much pushback from like back then, I just saw like, you know, the universe was like pushing me back. And I didn't know why, when I had these strong desires in my heart to do what I wanted to do. And it took somebody introducing me to Jesus. And then when I kind of decided to give my life to Jesus, he gave me new desires. And I was like, that's why like he didn't want me to do all those other things is because he has all these plans for me that were way better than I have ever thought. Like I never thought that I was going to be part of a book club. I never thought I was going to be a teacher or that like I was always into like fitness but I never thought I was going to be a fitness instructor or I was going to go and get my master's in counseling like I never thought any of these things if it was me back then I would have just been continuing to live la vida loca and do whatever I wanted probably not impacting so many people so my faith is a high value in my life because it 
it's he's the one who establishes my paths and I just obey surrender and listen to the best of my ability I love that so but to get to that point you mentioned that you were having pushbacks so what I like to kind of break down like where that turning point was because I know a lot of people like they'll sometimes go the other way like and they'll be atheist or you know they'll go they'll go more to the dark rather than the light per se and so what were those struggles that you faced that really like were the catalyst that made it so that you like you knew that this was the right direction yeah it's a good question so I would say growing up I grew up Catholic so we believed in God but we weren't really practicing anyways and I'm the youngest out of four so by the time it got to me they were like eh like do whatever you want to do <laughs> oh you're the youngest there is the four. See, so yeah, like the oldest got a lot of attention. Um, and by the time it was me, it was like, all right, like they've been there, done that. So I kind of really had a lot of freedom, which was like nice. But also like when you're young, you know, how much can you direct yourself? So I ended up going down really bad paths. I feel like when I hit college, um, for like four years, like the significant chunk of me being in college, I just, I was very lost. It was a very dark lost time of my life, but on the outside, it looked luxurious, you know, like I had beautiful apartment by myself. I was going on vacations a lot, but I was not doing things that I should have been doing. So I was very heavily into drugs, sex, all the things that people shouldn't be doing at that age. And the enemy definitely made it look very luxurious. And I always believed in God, but I didn't have like a personal relationship with him. So towards the end of me doing like this, this having this lifestyle, I knew in my heart, like Tiffany, I want to be married one day. Like I want to have kids. I can't keep doing what I'm doing and have those things also. Like it just wasn't realistic. And I didn't want to raise kids how I was. So I remember praying to God and was like, cause I did believe in God. So I was like, God, like, give me another job. Like, give me something that, that is honorable, like that I can do. And I remember him just saying, Tiffany, just stop doing what you're doing. I was like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. I still have bills to pay. Like I have a lifestyle to keep up, like give me a job. And so I, when I went actively looking on Indeed, still having my lifestyle, but like actively on Indeed, looking for jobs. A few months passed um, and same thing. I remember I was just so frustrated with my lifestyle because it was an addiction at that point, even though like I totally knew like I could not keep, it was not sustainable. I was still very much in it. And I remember asking God again, God, give me another job. I know you don't want me doing this anymore. Give me a job. And he said the same thing, nothing more, nothing less. He was like, Tiffany, stop doing what you're doing. And I was, I said the same thing, God, no, like I have bills to pay. Like I have a lifestyle, like you have to give me a job first and then I'll stop doing what I'm doing. And so months passed by, this happened for like a whole year, I would say like the last year. And um, by the third time I was, I remember I was in traffic, bawling, crying, so frustrated. And I mean, like screamed out to God, like, God, give me another job. I cannot keep doing this. I said the same thing. And he said the same thing, Tiffany, stop doing what you're doing. But this time I was like screaming back at him. I was like, no, like you need to give me another answer. 
um, I was kind of mean. <laughs> I was just like demanding him to give me another answer. And he finally like stopped me and said, all right, Tiffany, I'm gonna break it down to you like this. You're so full of everything that you think you need in life that you have no room for me to even give you what I have. He said, I have a job for you, but you need to stop doing what you're doing. So you give me room to give you that job. And in that moment, he gave me like an analogy, a picture in my head of me having all these new clothes in my hand and I'm in my closet, but my closet is filled. Like there's no room for me to even hang my new clothes. So when he gave me that analogy, I was like, all right, God, fine. Like I'm gonna stop doing what I'm doing, but you have two months. <laughs> I said, I only have enough money for two months. Even though now I'm like, I definitely could have budgeted way better, but I did not have the financial literacy back then. Uh, so I was like, you have two months. And so I stopped doing what I was doing. I sobered up within those two months, um, focused on, because it was like my last year of college, focused on my studies. And I remember by that last week, I handed in my money order for my rent. And I was like, all right, God, you said you're going to give me a job. And I thought I was like, he's bound to give me one of the jobs that like I applied for throughout this whole year because nobody responded back to me. Like I sent out so many. Um, so I was like, he's going to use one of those. Well, so randomly on the, I'm on Facebook and an ad pops up and is like, do you want to be a kickboxing instructor? And I've been kickboxing since I was younger, like my family, my dad's a black belt and stuff. So it was like in the family. And I'm like, yeah, I can, I can kickbox. And so I put my email in, not thinking much of it. And like 10 minutes later, somebody calls me and is like, and it was dumb. And then the next day I got an interview and I got the job. And I was like, okay, God, you're real. You're real, real. And then six months later, I got another email asking if I wanted to be a teacher like they saw that I was about to graduate with my science degree and asked if I wanted to be a science teacher I was like sure I want to be a science teacher and so I applied for that and like a few months later I got the job and so my life did a real like 180 just within like a good six month period and what took me I felt like a whole year like I was trying my own way like applying 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 trying to do all these things it only took him a few months after I obeyed. So it took like my obedience and surrendering of like my will. And then he like gave me something better than I ever desired because all the things I was applying for were probably like office, office jobs, like boring jobs. But to like be a kickboxing instructor, that got me so healthy. Like I gained a healthy amount of weight. I built up a whole bunch of healthy habits. And then that launched me to being able to, to be a teacher because that's a whole that's a whole other story too being a teacher is crazy so like I definitely would not have been able to do that if I hadn't got healthy and that was all glory to God yeah I would imagine I mean being I have a sister you know you said you're the youngest of four I am too and my sister um who lives locally near me she's a teacher and so I see her like she works all the time so juggling like being a teacher with everything else, like I, that's a lot. So I would imagine you need to be healthy. Well, let's talk about some of like your healthy habits that helped you get from like, get you, get you to this place and stay here. Like, what does that look like? What does a day in the life of Tiffany look like now? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, now is so much different than what it looked like even just five years ago. And I'm so thankful for it. Um, you know, a lot of people think that it's like what 
like working out. And I think now a lot of people are educated to where it's like, you know, only 30, 20% working out. And a lot of it is mainly what you're putting in your body. And so I'm very intentional with what I'm eating, with what type of probiotics and prebiotics I'm taking in just also because I mean I'm 29 years old now so I'm not I don't have my 16 year old body and that's it is a big difference even though I never thought that it would be that big of a difference but um, I definitely have felt it even more recently um, but things that I do like on the daily I wake up I'll have like my apple cider vinegar with um, like a lukewarm glass of water just to kind of start my day. Like that's just how I clean everything out. Um, I also like mentally make sure that things are good. So I spend like my first 30 minutes just in prayer and studying, reading the Bible, just spending that time one-on-one -on -one with God, like giving it to him. Cause I know like if I go throughout my day, just doing what I want to do, it ain't, it's a hot mess sometimes. So I really do just give it to him and say, Hey, whatever it is that you want to do, like show me throughout the day, let's co-collaborate together <laughs> and do this life, this day together. Um, so I do that. And then I do take my like prebiotics, probiotics on an empty stomach, just because it's easier for the stomach to absorb that. Then I'll do um, a quick little 30 minute workout. These days I've really been into dance workouts because I'm not a fan of working out. Like I like the fun workout. So kickboxing or like playing soccer or volleyball or dancing. But during like the teaching, like when I'm teaching, I only have 30 minutes and like nobody's going to wake up six o'clock in the morning and play soccer with me. So I've been either like doing weights or dancing. So I do love dancing. And then um, breakfast. And then right away, I eat my healthy breakfast. Um, I'm mostly vegan, vegetarian, and like for dinner time, I'll be pescatarian. So I kind of went through a whole thing in my life. Like I was seven years vegan, and even like, it did help reset my body so much. I did start to see a kind of a little bit later, like my body was craving other things not even just like craving, it was like needing other things. Like my mind was like, I don't want the fish. Like I don't want that. But once I started doing it, I saw a lot of like some symptoms. Like I used to have really bad acne, for example. And um, so that, that kind of went away after I started eating like healthy salmon and everything in moderation. Like I would say per week, I eat maybe two fish, two fish a week. Like so most of my days are, um, primarily plant-based um but then after that I mean I go to work I have my healthy lunch and that's when I usually I just started taking like vitamins now so I'll take um just like a multivitamin and um a fish oil and a zinc and then at nighttime oh and then I always have my snacks I love edamame so I'm an edamame girl these days put some spice on it <laughs> and then I'll have my dinner to kind of finish it off um, but besides like the eating healthy part, there's a lot of like devotionals, talking to God, reading the Bible that just mentally gets me to where I need to be as well. I love that you, it sounds like that you center your day around the things that are going to optimize you to feel your best. Like whether you're taking that in like food wise with your meals or, um, like reading the Bible, or I'm sure you also listen to things that are going to you know, help you rather than, you know, maybe things that you used to listen to. 
I don't know what with my story it relates so much with yours so I was raised Presbyterian you said you were raised Catholic and so mm-hmm. I went to church every week and um, also being the youngest I felt like I had a lot of freedom so I was like very wild and you know also learned through my own actions that that was not the way um, but I spent a lot of time there like you and it was very hard for me to trust anything else because it was so familiar and I had adapted to a certain lifestyle and that's what I knew that's what I was good at and like you know whether it was like partying and just dressing up and just being like that type of person in that type of crowd and then eventually um I I came to realize that you know my health was important and that I wasn't doing anything for it and so I think like I hit a wall too you said that you had acne I had acne as well um so it's I think that so many people are going to be going to be able to relate with your story because I just feel like it's so prevalent right now like there's like this divide happening where it's like there is that party wild side and there's the marketing and there's you know you look at social media and you see it very clearly I mean, I'll even mention like OnlyFans, like there's that type of life. And then there's the other life where a lot of people are are putting out more information about health, which is serving people and helping them grow and thrive. And I think a lot of people are finding that like the happiness lies in being healthy. Like, it's not just like, we don't want to just be healthy just to like live a long time. Like, no, you, you want to be healthy because you feel good. And and like it makes you feel good about yourself and other people it makes your relationships better and like your relationship with like god or the universe or spirit guides like whoever your higher power is so it's like all intertwined um one image when you were telling your story too that came up i'm sure you've seen it where god is holding like a big teddy bear behind his back and the and the little kid was just like i don't want to let it go and he's holding the little teddy bear and God's like, trust me. So yeah, it's like, like you said, with the closet, like making room for the good, because there's so much that like, well, we can't even imagine what's in store for us with the universe or what God can give us. We like, it's beyond our imagination and we have to trust it. And so I just love this message that you're giving so much. Um, I now relate myself more to spirituality than Christianity, even though I was raised, you know, reading the Bible and singing out of the hymnal. I even sang in my choir, but I learned about spirituality. And so I'm wondering, um, how does that fit? Like, do you, what is your outlook on spirituality versus Christianity? Mm-hmm. I think they have to go with each other because, you know, I was raised Catholic. And then during those four years, I went into more spirituality and I'm gonna say like it never went away it just it was it just got pointed more into like the truth and the light to whereas before it um I was very uh, it was like I was very delusioned with certain things but I also think it had to do with me being on a lot of drugs (laughs) so that that never helps you know um but I will say you know spirituality 
that is part of Christianity. Like you, you know, we are spirit, like our body is the temple. Like we are the temple. Like once Jesus died, he ripped away the temple and he said, okay, now like, you know, his spirit is going to be residing in us. And so we are the temple, which is also so important as to like why we need to keep our bodies healthy because we should be inviting the spirit into a beautiful mansion, not like a run up hotel, you know? <laughs> and that has to do with what we eat, what we're putting into our ears, like what we're putting into our mind, what are the things that we're reading, what are the things that we're listening, um, besides just the things that we eat, like eating for sure is a huge part of it, but it just it's encompasses all of what we're, how we're treating our bodies, because that is going to highly influence how we feel, and that's like exactly what you were talking about, it's like the part of life is like feeling your best because when you feel your best then you're able to like pour out onto others and I do strongly believe like that's that's what life is about it's not just for yourself because if like you made it to like okay like I'm at a perfect spot to where I, I need to be then okay then pass away go to heaven and then that's it right but no like God keeps us here because he's like now that you are where you need to be I want you to help that person and then that person's going to help that person and it's it's a domino effect so even if you help one person you don't know how many people that person is going to help and it all started because you know you were obedient to how you should be treating yourself what um the, the disciplines that you have to have in your daily life and that just influenced and impacted somebody else so much for the better um, so I'm, I'm very big into to spirituality because spirits are all over the place. And, um, as much as there are good spirits, there are bad spirits too. And I think that's when I was kind of lost, that was not knowing, like I thought it was still good spirits. Um, they were actually in disguise and God revealed that to me, um, a little bit later in life in very vivid ways. He revealed that to me, um, and then once I gave him my life, then it was okay. Like it's a spiritual warfare out there too. Like, and you see it with like, like you said, you mentioned only fans and, or just like other things that are, are not of God, are not godly and are not really going to be helping people and influencing them in healthy, good ways. Like, I feel like it's very spiritual and that has like the spirit of anxiety, the spirit of depression, the spirit of addictions, like those are spirits. And then there's the spirit of love, of joy, the spirit of peace, the spirit of goodness, of, of self-control. Like those are the good spirits too. And so you have to have discernment on what spirits you're feeding into because they're going to reside in you because we are a, a holy temple and spirits come. <laughs> I've never heard it put like um, that spirituality is part of Christianity. I've heard of like Christianity being like encompassing uh, into spirituality but that makes a lot of sense too like I've just never heard it that way um I know like once I was introduced to spirituality I read parts of the bible so much differently as far as like Jesus dying and things like that it was like oh and I don't know if you've if you see it this way but that's like his ego dying like his ego died I don't know like because in spirituality you know it's like the death of the ego is when you reach enlightenment and so there's just so much intertwined and you're talking about um spirits of like anxiety and like all these different emotions and in spirituality it's like that's on the scale of vibration so it's like we're saying the same thing it's like the but it's like speaking spanish and english it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just like <laughs> it's just how you translate it 
And what's so great though about like our stories and the people that have to go through like the dark things that we that we did is the darker the times that you go through, like the deeper the hell, like the lighter that that you get to see. It's like you can't have the yin without the yang. You can't have the good without the bad. So it's like we asked for this. Like in my <laughs> from what from what I can gather, it's like before we even came to this lifetime, like we knew what we signed up for and we wanted to feel really great. We wanted to have this amazing life. So it was like, all right, well, if that's what you want. This is what you have to go through to get it. Yes, that is, that is so true because, and I say the same thing, like I would, all that stuff that I went through, like, especially like those like lost dark four years of my life, I would not take that back for anything because I don't think I would be as passionate as I am now and in love with God that I, as I am in now, if I hadn't gone through that. That's mm -hmm. so true. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you evolve into these different people too, along the way. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like, you have to embody this new person, but in order to do that, you have to let go of the old person. Yes so true you can't keep on holding on to it like it's it's a maturing phase right and um yeah you definitely can't like the bible talks about a yoke and for the longest time I'm like are they talking about eggs like no so they're talking about back then they used to have a yoke that would um like it's like a piece of wood that would go on two cows or two bulls or two horses and it would make them go in the same direction and a lot of times people and like me, I was yoked onto all these bad habits. And so, you know, my bad habits were trying to pull me this way. And it, it had to do with spirits. Like those spirits really wanted me to stay in that, in that spot because I was doing their work, you know, spreading their, their lies. And so I was yoked to those bad habits, but it took me unyoking myself to be able to be like, you know what, I'm going to be yoked to the truth. I'm going to be yoked to God. I'm taking up Jesus's yoke and I'm going to be going in that direction. And that is really what matured me. But it took, like you said, like that, that surrendering and, and deciding to release that past and release those things that no longer serve me that really never served me the only way that it served me was because now I know the truth because I was able to see that darkness in that time yeah. of my life yes this um I have something kind of similar and this might get a little bit esoteric but I don't mind just putting it out there anyway <laughs> um there was a chapter in my life where I decided after having like you know the wild part and then I'm like I want to start going to church again this was like in my 20s. I'm 33 now. I started having sleep paralysis, like crazy. And I was having it every night. And at this time, I was working at a um, massage spa. And I would just, I was working there pretty much every day. And so I would just go home and I would barely sleep. And I would sleep with all the lights on. I would sleep with a cross around my neck. And I just kept like pondering, why is this happening? Because, you know, I'm no longer like, going out late at night and hanging around all these different types of people like I'm talking about going back to church and like I'm hanging out with my family like why is this happening now but it was just like that's why they're like no like they're losing me like that's the way I felt like they're wanting to pull me back because like I'm right there on the edge like going like to make these like better decisions for myself and here I am getting these experiences every time I try to close my eyes at night so yeah, I mean, 
it's real. Yeah, you hit it right on the head because I say like when I was, you know, when we're living our wild life and we're doing what, you know, the enemy wants us to do, we're like his little puppets. He's not threatened. Like he's not threatened at all. Like I'm, he's not fighting against me. But once we start kind of getting called back into the light and getting called back to doing what we should be doing, like living our to our purpose, that's when he starts to feel threatened and he starts to come and attack. So like, that's why the Bible talks about like count joy when you start going through these trials and when you start going through these sufferings. And it's like, you know, and even like in real life, like nobody's going to talk bad about you unless you're worth it, right? <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of like the same thing with the enemy. He, he definitely sees us as a threat when we start doing the things that God wants us to do and he starts to attack us that way. But um keep on pushing through and keep on praying and you fight that battle and God already won that victory so exactly and like you show by going through that and staying strong that you can handle it and so like whatever comes at you like you can handle more and you can handle greater so it's like when people do get a lot of influence and publicity or fame like that's those people get more hate than anybody else and we just look at them or not we but a lot of society looks at them with like starstruck eyes and think that their world is perfect but it's like they get the most hate like because you're asking for more and then with more comes the good and the bad and you have to be able to hold it you have to be able to have that that space and that mindset and part of that is making sure that you're like you were saying in the beginning just fueling your body whatever you're listening to watching feeding yourself like surrounding yourself with that was another whole aspect is like you have to look at who's in your life that doesn't align with your new values and that can be very painful for a lot of people because those friends and those people have been in your life usually for you know, maybe five, 10, 15 years, and you have to say goodbye to them because the new person you're becoming doesn't have a friend like that. And it's like, you still love them. They just don't fit anymore. Yeah, that's just like the natural pruning season. And you know, when you think of a plant or a fruit tree that's pruning, like somebody is going in there pruning, I'm sure it's painful. Like, you know, you're cutting branches off, you're cutting things off. And it is painful, especially when you've known somebody that you love so much for a decade. But it's like, you got to trust the process, because in those times of pruning, it leaves more space and more nutrients to be able to go to the good fruits. And then that's when those fruits grow. And that's part of maturing and evolving into the person, this new person that that we're becoming. So it's it's a healthy it's a healthy process. It's not always, you know, butterflies and roses. Most of the time it's not butterflies and roses, but it is very fruitful. So. Yeah. Oh, I love your analogies. Um, is <laughs> it's there... a teacher in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else before I let you go that you would like to share? Um, I would say just like encouragement, like one, I want to say that you are so well-spoken, Jessica, like you, I loved having this conversation with you. It was a wonderful way to start my day. Um, like just like your insight, the grace that you have to have these conversations with people. Like I can totally see, I can just totally see like that domino effect that I was talking about with how much like 
your obedience to this this work that you're doing is going to affect so many people for the good in ways that you can't even imagine you know so i'm just so blessed that i was able to talk to you and just see god using you in the way that he's using you and to keep on doing it because that endurance is going to continue paying off like i already know that it's paying off in so many ways and it's just going to continue paying off an increasingly abundantly amount so like god bless you and just thank you so much for reaching out to me and, and letting me do this with you oh you're so amazing thank you so much I have one final question for you, but before I ask it, where can people find more from you? Yeah, so definitely I'm an open book. I love DM messages on my Instagram. So at live well with Tiff. It's a little bit of all the healthy things, the fitness things, and of course the my faith things. <laughs> and I will link that in the in the description, of course. So my last question, what is your number one health tip, whether it's mindset, diet and nutrition, physical, emotional, just the one piece of advice that you would like everyone to know? Yes, seek first the kingdom and everything else will be added on to you. So like first thing is in the morning, the first 10 minutes of your day is the most important because that is going to set the tone for the rest of your day. And so for me, I give that time to God because he was my creator, right? Like if I want to know what's wrong with my Hyundai, I'm going to go to the manufacturer, the Hyundai people, um, right? Like if I want to know what my best day can look like, I'm going to go to my manufacturer and that's God. So I spend first 10 minutes with God, if not more. And so that's my biggest tip because you seek him first and he will prioritize everything else in your day. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much, Tiffany. And mm -hmm. if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag us. We would love to hear your thoughts. And I hope everyone listening has a beautiful day. Yes, thank you so much, you guys. Take care, God bless. That concludes this episode. If this resonated with you, please give it a rating and review. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Links are in the show notes. I sincerely thank you for your time and your presence.